Thank you for tuning in to a couple of Kimer's podcasts. I am your co-host, Francesca. People call me Frankie. And I'm your co-host, Christopher. People call me Chris. Divorce in the news. I mean, now it's become a little bit more like accepting that divorced couples and them having a new partner, it can actually not be dramatic or not have to be so cold cut. I think like Jada and Will, they show that, they display that, like we can still work as a unit and stuff because like old fashioned, it's like, uh uh-uh, that's his ex-wife. She don't need to be around, you know, or like Mm -hmm. it's just the kids. He don't need to talk to her or, you know, just real like have these staunch lines. And I think our generation is getting more into like, okay, we can work like as a blended family. It can work, mm-hmm. and it doesn't have to be, oh, the ex-wife or the ex-girlfriend can't never be around. You know, if they have a kid, obviously, that's what I'm referencing girlfriend. Obviously, if ex-girlfriend, no kids, uh-uh. But ex-girlfriend and you got kids, like, she can be around because whatever. I mean, and each situation is different, but I be, think I believe it's just becoming more, like, or less taboo, like it used to be, or just so definitive. Like, it's not. There's lots of different ways to go about it. And what works for some don't work for all. So I think this is one of those situations. So in my head, when I think about it, like I keep saying, no, it don't look pretty. No, it don't sound pretty. But um, if it was me and I was like, surely have no memory, surely going to die, I don't think, I wouldn't love it, but as long as... You say your vows, and I know part of the vows is, you know, being with no other while you're married. Um, But I do believe that I'd probably, if the doctor had the conversation with me, I'd probably tell you, like, I'm going to die. You need to find somebody. Like, I'm okay with it. I'd I'd want you to have that peace of finding someone else. Now, when you found them... I can't control, once again, my whole thing about control, I can't control what anyone else does. But I want you to feel free to, and when you were ready, like not say, oh, you must right now, or you can't until whatever. Like, I can't really control that. Um, but if you were, like, neglecting me, using me, using our money to take her on vacations, and I'm sitting in a chair rotting away, no, but I think there is a way to gracefully go about it if that's where you find yourself. Um, but yes, I do think it would be hard for me if that if that happened to you. Like I'm so I'd be so busy, like you were saying, wrapped up on your care, what you need, and I wouldn't even. But I'm that type of person. Like I wouldn't be looking for. I wouldn't even like my mind wouldn't even be on who I'm about to date. Like what? How am I going on dates and my husband at? home can't even remember what the phone do you know what I'm saying like I don't think that I could that just wouldn't even be a desire of mine but we don't know how she popped up in his life it could have been a caregiver and then because he needed help you know and she could have been a caregiver and it turned into a relationship right from what I remember reading before I mean this is a couple that's been married over 20 years people get divorced after 20 years that's true but my thing is, how come you don't get a divorce? Then do all what you want to do. It's a respect thing at the end of the day. You got to show respect. That'd just be silly. Why? Financially. 
Why? Because once you're divorced, it'll go to next of kin. And that ain't ever going to be you. I wouldn't do that. That'd be silly. No, I'm saying like in that, in the B. Smith situation. Like, I'm saying that'd be silly of the husband. Why would you divorce her just because you want to have a girlfriend when she's about to die? Uh, so you can do what you want to do. Just a respect thing. You gotta. Uh, it don't say to. It don't say forsake all others until she gets Alzheimer's and is about to die. It doesn't say that. It says forsake all others. I mean, I understand, I but it's a res- it's a respect thing to me. I just me. think I'm more like dare I say the word realist on it. Like I wouldn't even want you to do that. Like why would you divorce me, and then I die and. I mean, if we had kids, okay, fine. But what if our kids are young and they just blow through all the things, yeah. all the assets? Like that's just. I'm saying, I'm saying for him, silly. for me, if it's me, if you're talking about with us or whatever, like, first of all, again, I would be so focused on your care. And I'm glad you mentioned realist because I like to say my personality is half realist, half idealist, and I think I get that from my mom because she was a. She tended to be an idealist with things, but um, my thing is, I, my brain just wouldn't go there. Now, like you said, you gave me the permission to look and all that. Like, okay, knowing me, I, I probably would have had that in the back of my head, and then I'm focused on, you know, taking care of you. And then, okay, once you passed away, it wouldn't even come to the forefront because, first and foremost... I'm going to be grieving. I'm already yeah. grieving. And I'm just going to continue to grieve because... But people, but people like, grieve differently. They do. Because, like, even though they say, like, you know, um, back during the in the day with the war times, you know, they, what were they called? Like, war widows or whatever? Yeah. And they would often be with other men because they were war widows. And that was the way because their husbands never came home. So when they knew that, they would leech to other men. Yeah. Everyone that- grieves differently. I'm not saying they don't. I'm saying I'm speaking for me. For me, it's going to it's it's, it's going to take me a while. But also, I'm someone who's experienced a lot of death throughout my life. So, with this significant loss as my spouse, my thing would be. I can't even fathom that right now. I can't fathom that right now. Maybe We've in the only been married less than two years. Right, like I can't even fathom that right now, you know. Me either. You know, but, but if the but if the opportunity presented itself, like I said, what if she was a caregiver, and then you ended up, or what if you like had a really close friend or a friend that you knew back in the day, and they experienced the same thing, like, oh, let me, because I'd be the one to reach out. I don't care, male or female. Like, hey, I want the best for my husband. Like, can I reach out to you to ask you? You know, what did you do? What are resources you found? What did you find to work best? And then maybe you get so close with that person and it turns into something you wasn't expecting. I mean, yeah, that happens. I'm and then it's say- like, you know, if you were married, I mean, that's wrong because they are married. But if like it was like not about their health, you reached out to a friend about, I don't know, a job opportunity and they started to get flirty. Like, nah, I'm married, bro. I need to back up. But this is like you're asking about that. And then, I, I don't know. I just... I don't say it's a hundred percent wrong. That's fair. I don't, <clears throat> I, and I think it's on a personal level of what I will want for and from you. Like I, as you say, you're not gonna do it, but in my mind, 
Because I've talked to you about this before. Like, people can die in a multitude of ways. I'd want you to feel whenever you're ready, whatever that means for you, I'd want you to find somebody. Like, I don't want you to be in this world alone. Like, nobody likes to be alone. Most people don't like to be alone. So, yeah. like, not to say, oh, you must find somebody in 10 days. Like, no, but I wouldn't want you to feel, because some people, you know, how they process and stuff, they might feel guilty. I never want you to feel guilty for, because people are like, oh, they only waited six months or two months, and they was, who cares? Right. No. I don't care. If you find somebody <clears throat> right away, if you find somebody years later, like, whatever works out for you. I, if I'm gone, I'm gone. And so, I get it. Like you said, I guess in my mind, it's kind of the, like, mentality of, like, a shell of a person, and they're no longer there. Like, and not to say you should actively seek out someone, but if it happens, I wouldn't say... Absolutely no. Now living in, oh, that's that's deep. That's, but my thing is that's complicated. I don't think that part is complicated because my thing is, let's say okay, let's say I agree with everything you said, but my thing is okay. Why you gotta live there? Yeah. At what point? At, uh, at what point? It's not at what best. Point, it's not ideal. But at what point does the disrespect stop? I just want to know. What point does oh, it? What, my question is, when does it start? When does it start being disrespectful? When you, hey, when you decided that, eh, they don't know anything. Like, because to me, that's like taking advantage. That's really just taking advantage of somebody. To me, when you just take the attitude, I mean, they're shelling themselves. They don't remember me. They don't know, whatever. Like, that's just taking advantage. I mean, that might all be true, but like, that's just... I don't know that to me that's just taking advantage of somebody and I'm not that type of person. I'm just not built like that. I don't my thing is I still view you as a person even though you might not be who you used to be, how you think like you used to be. You still a person. You still a human being. I'm a, I'm a humanist in that way. That's just how I roll. I can't But I think that too. Like he in this case is still a human being. He is. He absolutely is. And I'm saying, like, to me, it's like, okay, just bottom line is wait till she die. Then do everything. But just wait till she die. Is it going to hurt you to wait till she die? Is that yeah. really going to hurt you? I mean, that's a fair compromise. I'm not saying don't ever go and pursue another relationship. I'm not saying don't have that love, don't find new love. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying... Wait till your wife die. Personally, to me, I wouldn't want to be that other woman. <laughs> I never want to be the other woman. I want to be the main woman all the time. I don't share well. So, if you come to me and you say my wife is got Alzheimer's, can you be my girlfriend and help me take care of my wife? <laughs> I might say, for a fee, I will help you take care of your wife. Don't be coming... No, we not we not talking. I'm not your girlfriend. Like no, but um, you know, if I was kind of interested, I might be like, okay, well, if he's still interested, once he's not married anymore due to natural causes, maybe. But uh, in general, I'm just not interested in other people's men. So I would never see myself being that person to take care of someone else's wife and be with them while she's dying. Like. Because honestly, I don't know, once again, I just be very selfish with this stuff. I just like, you're going to get cheated. Like, my he's thing watching is, 
his wife of 20 plus years die like before his eyes and there's nothing he can do about it you think that he's not that's not going to affect him emotionally like I'm not trying to be your girlfriend and that I could be a friend with you in that we can talk here and there you can pay me to take care of her if you need you know like a sitter or some type of stuff like that but no I'm not banking on nobody else's husband and nobody's death for me to be with you properly personally I'm not gonna do it but like I don't know I mean if it was a situation of if it was a situation of okay you know this woman this other woman's a caregiver and you know stuff started to develop of course but then it's like you know what out of respect for your wife let's let's just wait till she passes and then we can do our thing. If it was a situation like that, that would be awkward to say. I mean, it's awkward, but it's real. It's real. It's real. It's now, real. Now, this is my real. This is my realest brain talking. To me, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that because at the end of the day, you have an agreement, you have an understanding, based on the situation and the circumstances, and it's like you know what? I'm gonna be respectful to you, the husband. I'm gonna. And we both gonna be respectful to your wife. And once she passes, then we can move on and do our thing. But to me, just to do it in front of her, regardless if she knows who you are, gives a crap who you are, whatever, doesn't matter. To me, that person's still breathing, that person's still living, that person still has a name, that person still has a history. So because of all of those factors, it's downright disrespectful. So, But if it's a thing of you wait for them to die, then you do your thing, I'm okay with that. Not trying to justify it. Just trying to get some technicalities out of the way. What do you mean in front of her? Doing it in front of her. So, like, if you were all literally in the same room? Not necessarily. But the fact that she's still present on this earth. Okay. She's still present on this earth. (laughs) That's my thing. Once again, we overall kind... We a little bit disagree more on this one. But... As your wife, so that you know, I know how you feel about it, and I would never do that to you. Even if it was just out of principle, I know how you feel about it. But I don't think I would do it anyway, because how I feel about it, for me, because a lot of times I just think of things, for me, this is how I'd go about it. Doesn't necessarily, I think this is the only way to do it, and the best way for everyone to do it, but for me, I would not be able to do that. I would not be able to be in a relationship with a man and while my husband is dying and I know it, like, or period, why he's dying, know it or don't know it, I couldn't be with another man. And that includes if he was dying, if you were dying. Like, would you? I just don't think that I could. But I don't know if somebody did it, would I say they did wrong? I, I don't know. But some but people, it's not right some for people me. would. Some people would, just like, you know, there are people, going back to the previous topic, there are people who don't care if the person is married. There are people who don't care if the person is married and the spouse is dying. There are people who just don't care. And my thing is, you know what? You got to live with that. That's how you feel. That's how you feel. It couldn't be me. Yeah. Couldn't be me. It just couldn't be me. Because to me, I see a connection with those topics in that you got someone. Yeah, personally, I agree. Couldn't be me. Like, it's not something I would do Mm -hmm. or something I think I would do. I've never been in that situation. That's another thing, too. People, including us, can say a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can't do. I wouldn't. But you don't know what you will do yep. when the when the when 
when the situation presents itself. Yeah. You don't, like, that is when you will know and you mm-hmm. will be proven. And it could be exactly what you said, but it could be totally opposite or it could be somewhere in between. I just think you really don't know until you deal with it, but obviously, for the purpose of this conversation, right. we're talking about what we think from what we've heard. So, yeah. You say absolutely not, not for you, not for nobody, pretty much. I say absolutely not for me, but I can't speak on what other people do. I could see where it might work, but I don't want to be part of it. Yeah. Neither do I. <laughs> Mm-mm. And last but not least, least, <laughs> um, expressing care to an ex, like, for example, saying, well, specifically saying, take care of yourself after a breakup. Mm-hmm. You were very passionate about this, so oh, let's yeah. start off. <laughs> well, my thing is, if your significant other, you know, whether you're just boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife. Um, you know, to me, if they break up with you, okay, I mean, for whatever reason, whatever it might be, could be infidelity, could be, you know, I mean, obviously if it's infidelity, you know. But, I mean, if they break up with you in the, in the relationship, I mean, at that point, usually you feel some type of way, and you, I'm thinking, you know, you go on about your going about your way but if that person who just broke up with you says to you okay well you know please take care of yourself like to me I'm like I don't want to hear that you just broke up with me why you, how you gonna sit up here and tell me to take care of myself and you just ended relationship with me like to me that's just mind games to me that's just you playing with my emotions I don't do well with that I don't Because my thing is, not to say that you didn't care about me before, not to say you don't care about me in general as a person, but it's like, I'm still processing the situation. So while I'm processing the situation, why would you want to sit up there and throw something like, oh, please take care of yourself because I'm already, and I know me, like I'm already emotional, I'm already, you know, hurt by all this and you don't want to please take care of yourself. It's like, I feel like it's kind of like slapped in my face. Like, like yeah, I did care about you. And I guess I care about you as a person, but uh, I just don't want to be with you no more. So just take care of yourself and deal with your hurt. Like, excuse you? You ain't my therapist. <laughs> so, I, you know, that's that's how I look at it. Now, I will say, if we're talking about like the married couple and they got kids and stuff like that then obviously you know because you got kids together you've had this significant bond for years um you know to me I think that's different I think that's a little different in that yeah you got these children they care about you they care about you know both parents so you just want to make sure like hopefully things end well obviously not all things in those, you know, those types of uh, situations like with divorce and stuff. You got kids, they don't always end well, you know. So if it does end well, though, um, obviously, yeah, you want the best for your ex-spouse because 
you do have children and you want to be there in love and support and care for them. And hopefully if you can co-parent well, great. If not, all right, it is what it is. So I do think, you know, there's a difference in that. But if we're just talking about boyfriend, girlfriend type of thing, and it's only been a couple weeks, a month or so, or even like a day or two, (laughs) you tell me, please take care of yourself, like, I'm going to feel some type of way. I don't know where to begin with this, because once again, I'm the person that's like, I mean, it all sounds good, but in reality, I mean, I do think there's probably situations where saying take care of yourself to an ex is not necessary. However, I do think that, like you're explaining, because when this came up, it was something we were watching on TV, but it was a reality show. But it was, you know, they were getting divorced due to infidelity, and they had kids, and they had been married for a long time. And it was a lot of back and forth. It wasn't his first time cheating. There was a new baby, an outside baby involved. So with that being said, the marriage failed. The man was the one who cheated, of course. So he was also trying to hold on to the marriage, and she was done. So it was a lot of back and forth in that way of him saying what sounds right to get it back together, not always doing what's right, but saying what's right, her either not believing it or not seeing it, whatever, and deciding, no, I'm going through with this divorce. Obviously, it's hard for her. I'm sure it wasn't like a decision she just up and made very easily, but it was like a decision of the mind and now a broken heart. Doesn't mean she hates him. So after on one of their sessions of going back and forth, this one was a more calm one where you know they had yelling ones, fighting ones, cussing ones, all that stuff, but this one was more of just, you know what, we can actually sit down, our emotions are calm, but I'm still mad at you, and you still hurt me, and, you know, she said, take care of yourself, so she was the one doing the direct act of divorced, divorce, but I think he called for it by his actions, he wasn't doing married, he wasn't exhibiting married behavior he was exhibiting behavior of someone who didn't cherish their marriage and when you do that it can ultimately end up in divorce like you mean you're testing it here so (coughs) with that being said I don't think saying take care of yourself I feel like it was a natural reaction of like she obviously still cares for you and in this in this specific situation they're they're not yelling and screaming. So, and I think it was a little bit of just of a little bit of like pettiness. Like, uh, oh, I know you're going to be sad when you lose me. So you better take care of yourself because I know how you deal 
with situations. I think it's a little bit of just like knowing that person, like knowing how they deal with loss and knowing how they deal in difficult situations. And maybe they don't take care of themselves well and they fall apart. And, you know, a little bit high and mighty, like, but you done lost something grand here. Like, you think you done lost something before? Oh, you lost me. So you really going to be devastated. So take care of yourself. I mean, I don't think that, you know, I think there was some pettiness in there and some just like truth because that is the father of her children. And I mean, I don't think she wished him failure in that area. Yes, the marriage failed doesn't mean he has to fail as a father. He failed as a husband. So, I mean, a mature thing is to want him to take care of himself. I don't know. It's situational. Like always, I say, it's situational for me. I mean, yes, it could be said, like as you said, to be, you know, what did you say? What word did you use? Like, I, I think it's, you know, like a mind game. Mind game. It could have been like a mind game, but it could have just been sincere too. Like, you not doing well. You freaking out. We're getting a divorce due to your actions. Therefore, your actions caused me to make this decision. And you just need to take care of yourself because I'm out of here. I'm not here to take care of you. Because more times than not, of course, both parties in a marriage take care. But a lot of times, as far as the caring part, you think of women. So she probably, you know, was taking make, or making sure he's taking care of himself. And she ain't going to be there no more. Take care of yourself, because I'm not taking care of you. And to me, like I said, in that situation, because of the kids and stuff, and being married for so long, like, okay, you know, I get it. But like I said, if they weren't married and just, boy, you know, long-time boyfriend, girlfriend, things like that, I'm like... What if it was an amical <clears throat> breakup? Like... It just ain't working out. No big earth shattering event, just little stuff ain't working out. And we just can't really see eye to eye. And this just not what we thought it was going to be. You can't say it then? It's kind of hard for me to say, yeah, your nail on that one too, because I don't know, the way I process, you know, loss of a relationship, loss of whatever. The way I process loss is, it's gone. So I have to cope and find ways to move on in my own way. That doesn't mean you don't have a right or you shouldn't say, you know, take care of yourself necessarily if it's amicable. But, like, at the same time, <clears throat> my thing is I just need to be. Don't, don't, I, you know. Because my thing is, if you say, please take care of yourself, in my mind, that's going to kind of give me hope that, oh, well, you do actually care about me, so maybe you do want to be there for me in other ways. I, but, I think that you can care about somebody and not be with them. You can. And you can care about somebody that you were once romantically involved with and not want to be with them at all. You can, but... Uh... At some point, you have to move on, and feelings gotta 
I mean, feelings move on, you move on, but then when it comes to like, like you know, caring about them, it's like you, you're not gonna. Again, you don't wish ill will on them. You don't wish harm on them. But it's like right, you, you just from be my past. I don't wish. I don't wish anything I bad. Don't I wish. I I wish. I hope that they're taking care of themselves or being taken care of. I do. I mean, it got nothing to do with me though. If That's you're not, I ain't the one. But I just hope that you are taking care of yourself. But if you're not, I'm not gonna. That's not gonna change how how I'm moving around here. But I mean, I don't wish ill. I don't wish on any of them, even yeah. the ones that have done the worst to me. I don't. I don't wish ill on like whatever. Right. My thing is, I just have no. I guess the crazy way of saying is, I have no care either way. I just don't care either way. I mean, I think I care to the extent I wouldn't want to hear bad news about them. Uh, I'd be I, sad I would if be they shocked. died. I'd be like, well, oh, gosh, I mean. I would be yeah. sad in a general sense. Yeah, in a general sense, just like when I hear on the news, people I don't know that died. I'm like, yeah. oh wow, that's pretty much. Feel for their family. It sounds like a right. horrible situation. Right, but to me, when you say, like I said, fresh after a breakup, like, oh, please take care of yourself. It's just like, like I said, it's just a mind game to me, and it's like, look, you moving on, I'm moving on. Don't don't give me this. Take care, cause like no. You're not going to care about me. You don't care. Chris thinks that if you're not with him, you don't care <laughs> about him at no, all. No, my thing is, once those romantic feelings are gone, like, that's it. There's no care anymore. There's there's nothing there. So See, I don't think that. That's such a, like, clean break thing. And I just think with people in general, there's no such thing as just, like, a clean break. It's a gradual over time. It does. I'm not saying it's instant. I'm just saying that over time, I agree. It's gradual. And once you're there, you're there. That's it. But I'm just not telling my ex at that moment or a day or so whenever later, take care. I'm not doing that because... I think if it called for it, I might. It's not something I'm like, oh, checklist. Got to tell them that I can't to take care of themselves. Check. All right, I did it. No. Mm -mm. But... If if we were talking for whatever reason and it came out, that's how I feel. Like, yeah, I'm, take care of yourself. Like and, and like I said before, you know, we for done. Me, and that's fine. But for me, if it came up, like you said, I'm happy to talk with him for whatever reason, whatever. I'm like, oh, all right, well, have a good day. Like I'm I'm talking to them like I'm talking to someone through customer service. I'm not talking to them. Thank you. Don't come again. Pretty much. Like, I'm not going to... No, I'm not going there. I'm not thinking that. I'm not saying that because I need time to process. I need time to heal. I need to get over that. And then that's it. There's no more... Like like I said, there's no hatred at all. But there's just no... Eh. I mean, at this point, you just like another invisible person to be. Like, Okay, you just another news story in my mind. Like whatever. So th- yeah, no, I'm I'm not trying to sound mean or hateful or like you said, you know. In order for me to care about you or for you to care about me, you gotta be with me. Like no, but my thing is, once you in that relationship, all those ties are gone. There's no care. There's no feelings. There's none of that for me. 
Like I said. No feelings? See, I don't think so. I'm not saying you it's can't in- just, it's, I mean, I'm maybe, not saying maybe instant. you can. But I, for me, it has never been a clean break. Like, it's, most of, many of them have been amicable, mm-hmm. mutual, or, you know, gotten to a mutual stage. But, I mean, it wasn't like, okay, blink. I don't care nothing about you no more. I had no feelings for you. I don't ever think about you. Like, no. No. Over time, because I don't invest into those feelings anymore, they fade. But day one of a breakup, you feel just like you felt before you broke up about that person. I mean, maybe a little tiny difference for me. But it's not like... I loved you yesterday, I hate you today. Or I don't I loved you yesterday and I think nothing of you today. Like, no, if you love that person, like it's gonna take a while to not have any type of love for them. No, I'm no longer gonna act on it. No, I'm no longer gonna invest my time and emotions into it. No, yeah. I'm no longer gonna do a lot of things. Almost a hundred percent of the things I used to do, like my actions. Now my actions are a clean break for me. My actions do clean break. But my feelings, no. Like, you can't just stop thinking about the person like they never existed. No, I'm, I'm not saying that I do that. I'm saying that I have to prepare my mind to switch over immediately. And even though I do that, like, okay, whatever. Like, it's almost like you unplug something, and then the plug is still hot. Meaning, in this situation, the feelings and stuff is still there. But it's going to take a minute for it to cool down. But once you unplug it, all that's disconnected. Well, guess what? That's the analogy that I use. Anybody that's been with me still think about me. How about that? Hot plug or not? (laughs) Plug that in. Hey, Uh. that's not bad. I mean, that's a good thing. You know, for me, it's like, uh, I I, I just take the plug Mm, I'll be seeing them little girls that be liking our podcast page. <laughs> anyway, we won't delve into that one too much more. I think we're good with this one. What'd you say? Okay. Yeah. You got more to say? I, I'm done. I was like I said, I was just gonna say I don't like I said do it immediately with my getting over my feelings and stuff like that, but I I I, I adjust my thinking in viewing them as someone meaningful and significant at one point to um you're just a casual person to me. But those feelings and stuff, like I said, it takes time. Obviously, yeah, to get over. Like, yeah. Absolutely. And in the day, you think it's wrong for them to, in most cases, in pretty much all cases, saying take care of yourself is games. I do feel like it's kind of mind game-ish. But and I do not. I think yeah. that it is just natural to want the person to take care of themselves if you're not a bitter bitch. If that's how you truly feel. Yeah, and I, and I think, you know. It's all about tone. That too. Like, you're like, mm, take care of yourself. Or like, you're going to need to take care of yourself because I'm gone and you're going to fall to pieces. Or it's just like, you know what? You take care of yourself. Like, really, really take care of yourself because it's a hard time. Like they said, divorce. They were going to divorce. It's hard on both parties. No one, I don't know, anybody who's gone through divorce. Yes, they might feel a sense of relief, but it's also a sense of grief. So, yeah, and I guess for me, it's is grief, and 
because I've dealt with grief for so long in so many situations. I just say it it it, it just bothers me and I don't like it. I feel this mind games because, like I said, I t- losing someone or something in some type of way that's that's painful for me. And so my thing is, I just need to switch my mindset, allow myself to grieve and process and move on. I don't need to hear you say, take it. I don't need that. Because to me, that just, it doesn't help my process. But that's me. And there you heard it here, folks. First. <laughs> you heard it here first. Folks. Folks. <laughs> um, not that anything's ever going to happen between us, but apparently... Chris will not be wishing that I take care of myself. <laughs> God forbid if something ever happened to us. So, noted note to self. That's not true. That's what you just said. We're not even going to the topic. Mm-hmm. We're moving on. Quote of the day. Hmm. I don't know. I don't mm. know either. Hmm. So quote for today that I really, really like is your relationship with yourself sets the tone for every other relationship you have. So that's just kind of the theme, the little takeaway for today. First, have that relationship with yourself. Figure out what whatever life, love, relationships mean to you. And, and you set that tone for yourself and that will set the tone for all the relationships. So if you find yourself and this is not to self-blame here, but if you find yourself in a situation, a relationship, where you just feel really misunderstood, mistreated, and all that stuff, you need to go back into your actions and the way that you love yourself. And if that's not matching up, you know what that means. Would you love yourself this way? Would you allow? Are you worth that? You know, self-worth and all that. Super, super important. And that's how you can evaluate for yourself. You know, we got our opinions on all these topics and situations, scenarios, but you always just have to reflect on what it means for you. And married, single, whatever, yes, you work as a unit in a lot of these situations, but you're still an individual in all of it. So just make sure that you are setting the tone and having a positive relationship with you first. And that'll just set the tone for the rest. Yeah. You you agree? Oh, yeah. All right. Song association game. Yay. Let's see. You can start this time, I guess, right? Okay. Um, Best two out of three. Book. Ten. Mm -hmm. Nine. Eight, seven, six. You did this one. Five, four, three, two, one. It's late. It's two in the morning, by the way, guys. My brain is broke. Book. What were you going to say? It's another page from my rhyme book. That's what you said before. No, last time I said in my book of rhymes, which is also a nice song. Same album. <laughs> What's a book? What's another song on book? I'm tired. All right, fine. One. 
No one. Nobody will know. I mean, nobody has a point yet. Um... Classic. Mm. Eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Ha! That's because you're you're eighty five. I'm a classic <laughs> man. Give me a, I'm a classic man. I forget the words. Anyway, ha <laughs> ha. Go ahead. Okay. Ball. Who's in this one? Balling. We fly high. No lie. You know this. Ooh, I got one. You don't have one. Nope. All right. Bright. Eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Ah! Shine bright like a diamond. Mm. Oh, it'll shine bright tonight. You and I. I'm beating that took us. <laughs> Your turn. Water. It's just water. Er, it's just water. Water is just water. It's just, oh my gosh, it sounds so stupid because I'm just saying the same thing, but that's how the song goes. <laughs> Two. Oh, I already won. Yep. Champion! That was quick. Yes. I beat your little booty. Nah. Team okay. Frankie. <laughs> That's right. Team Frankie for the win. Of course. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Make sure you rate and review if you like what you hear. Also, like, subscribe, comment, and share with a friend. See ya!